Body, what's up? Happy Monday to everyone. Um, the tell-all aired, and it was actually really good. You know how we have a three-part tell-all, and we normally don't. We get the first part. It's basically filler that we don't want to watch. I actually felt like part one of the tell-all was really good. I didn't get up to get anything to drink, so I felt like that was very. I stayed there and I was like, this is actually really good. And I was interested in seeing Jenny and Samit's part and I was surprised that came first. So that means that they have a lot of craziness and drama coming. Hey. Hi. Hello. Hey, Hola. Welcome back. How well, thank you. you. Nice to be back. Nice to be Yeah. I'm too. I was traveling and yes, in the car <laughs> <laughs> from Tennessee. Yeah. I'm glad you're safe. Uh, well, yeah, thank you. we are glad that you are back and safe and back with us. We missed you last night. I missed y'all too. <laughs> um, so, okay, part one of The Other Way, you know, I was just saying earlier, I was like, I think that part one is going to be boring. You know how when we get to, hi, hi, Coast to Coast teacher, you know when we get a three-part, hey, Tracy, tell all, we usually, the first, the first episode is where you can take a nap. Then the part yeah. two, it gets better. And then part three, you know, if somebody kind of walks in front of the TV, you might clock them. And I was like, see, this actually was a really good part one for me. I was really impressed. So I'm, I'm kind of excited to see the a level of drama that we have in store because part two and three have to top this. So I was yes. like, this was actually not bad. So first things first, Kalani, Tim, Tanya, and Andre, how do we feel about the, the commentary panel? Because this is like a new thing now. The tell-alls have been having a commentary person. We've seen Tim and Veronica do it. Um, we've seen Debbie um, and I think Veronica do it. We, we've been seeing commentary panels. So how do y'all feel about commentary panels for tell-alls? It's stupid and it should be us. Exactly. Well, there was actually a Twitter post tonight and a whole bunch of people retweeted it and they said they wanted it to be us. So I was, I was very humbled. Um, TLC does not care about me at all. <laughs> like they they know who well, I am. They they do not care. I've tried. Like I don't know what else to do. They know me. They know me by name. They know what I do. They don't care. So I don't I don't know how to get in there. I don't know. So if somebody because they scared knows, of us, George. They scared of us, especially <laughs> Sean. Sean knows we can take her job. Yeah. <laughs> I would love to have been the panel because I just know I would have a good time. You know, I would always ask whatever makes someone uncomfortable, that's what I'm going to ask. I'm like, you know, you Wendy Williams, the person, whatever is the elephant in the room, that's the first thing you lead with and you make them feel uncomfortable. That's, that's, that's uh, I want to do that. As soon as Kimberly opened her mouth, I think I would be in jail. Yeah. So let's, pretty talk much. About, let's talk about Kimberly because Kimberly, she's unremorseful with her actions, which I think we've known that since we've been watching the show. But even when people confronted her at the tell-all, even Sean, Sean was like, well, you don't think that you've done anything wrong? And then Sean was like, well, let me play back some footage of you acting like you don't have any home training just so we can refresh your memory. And she still felt like she didn't do anything wrong. She wasn't disrespectful to Indian culture. She didn't disrespect TJ or his family. I'm under the impression that maybe she's like, I don't want to use the word crazy because we don't use that word anymore. You know, because mental health is, I don't want to say that, but I guess we can say delusional. 
She's crazy. Psychopath. But yeah, I, I psycho. Well, right, because you know how you watch a trial on TV. This has happened to me before, and somebody would have done something really horrible, and then they're just like sitting there and they're not sorry, and they're like smiling and they couldn't care less. That's that's the vibe I get from her. Like no matter what she does to people, she could not care less. She has no remorse, no compassion. She's not sorry. She would do it again. Like you know, when you ask a criminal like when they're on the parole and they're trying to get off a parole. How, what have you learned? Kimberly will be like nothing, yeah. nothing, because that's literally the type of person that she is. She has no regret, and I get it. Like living with no regrets is a fine thing, but we are people, and we do grow, and we make mistakes, and you have to grow from your mistakes. And I feel like she'll never grow as a person because she's already perfect. Like in her mind, she's like, "Well, I didn't do anything wrong," and oh. We found out tonight that it's a $12,000 seven-year loan. And I wanted to get your opinion on the fact that he didn't tell Kimberly about that. So how do y'all feel? So we're, you're in a relationship. You're moving to a new place. The person that you're marrying takes out a $12,000 loan and doesn't tell you. What do you do? He did it before we were married. I don't give a shit. But when you get married, it becomes your loan, though, right? Yeah, but he did it for me, so. So you're fine. You wouldn't be mad or anything. You'll be okay? As long as he, as long as long as he took it and tried to do something for for us, you know, or try to make me feel comfortable, I wouldn't have a problem with it. Now, if he took a loan and took it and spent it on some stupid stuff, then I'd have a problem with it. Hmm. Yeah, for sure. I'm way different. I don't know. I'm way different. Like I feel like that's that's a lot of money, and I would want to be made aware of it. I don't know. I'm different. I just feel like because once we get married, say the person loses their job. And then their debt is my debt. I'm now paying back a loan I didn't know about. Like, I don't know, I feel a little different. I mean, I get it. When you're in a relationship, you're a team. Everything that they do, you're doing together, whether you're in it okay. or not. But it comes out to be $142 a month. So if I'm moving somewhere and my new mortgage is $142 a month, I'm not mad. But when you put it like that, yeah, $142 a month for a mortgage, that's okay. Maybe. But maybe he didn't think it was actually, the marriage was actually going to work out. Maybe that's why he didn't want to say anything. That, that very well could be. I mean, everybody knows this marriage isn't going to work out. I don't, I don't know exactly when this was filmed, but Kimberly said she was still living in India at the time of the filming. Did y'all catch that? She said that she was still living above his parents. So I'm assuming we're like four or five months ago because she's yeah. been here for like four months, right? At least. Yeah, she's been here for the first words out of her mouth were nobody told me how horrible marriage is, and it's horrible. Well, so. I am going to say that's probably true. I've talked to people, like I've never been married, but fingerless hand. I've never been married, but I have talked to people and they've told me some pretty horrific things. But on the on the um contrast to that, um a lot of people have told me some great things about marriage. So it, I think it depends on who you're married to. And I think anybody who would be married to Kimberly is going to have a bad experience, right? Yep. Like, I just feel like she doesn't know what a, a good relationship is. She doesn't know what love is. She's just a toxic human being. And the way that she shuts people out and she is so nasty and hurtful to everyone, it says a lot about her character. And I don't know if it has to do with, like, her upbringing or why she builds a wall around people or why she refuses to be even nice. Like, you could, it, it costs zero to be a nice person, right? You don't it have to put costs, any... it, it also costs zero to be an asshole. Yeah, it's free. You're right. But it, it <laughs> you but you have so many enemies. 
Like, I just feel like, because did you notice at the tell-all, nobody wanted to, well, actually, I want to say Holly was trying to take up for um, Kimberly and Shekinah wasn't having it. Shekinah was like, you know what? She can go to hell. She was like, you know what? Let's just be real. Like, I can't stand her. She's evil. She's, and I was like, I hate to agree with Shekinah. My mom would even listen to Holly. Well, I mean, I she was sitting there. She was sitting there talking to Kenny and either it is freaking cold in there or she was coming down off of something because she was sitting there literally literally shivering you seen her mouth like shaking so either they had the air condition on wide open or that jewel coming off of something but shekinah and danielle weren't shaking so yeah it probably was just a little cold and the ladies all were dressed you know sexy you know, they were they were all extra. Well, that was it. The other two was dressed just as sexy, and they were fine. Yep, they were yeah. fine. It's a draw. So, <laughs> Starper sent Shekinah some voice notes in preparation for the tell-all, telling her how to dress, what to do to her hair, not what not to wear on her makeup, Ooh, and if there no, were no, voices no, no, no. Wait, 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 wait. I want to I want to get a real honest opinion from you guys. So. She said that since the way that he said it, it's it's in a, a nice, um, like, caring way. So what do you guys feel about being told, like, what to eat? Because he wanted to approve her foods. So, like, is this a loving thing? Is this like a, I just want to look out for you? George, if I said, you're a damn dick bag, <laughs> you would be hurt. And if I said, George, you're a damn dick bag, You'd still be hurt. Yes. No matter how I say it, I called you a dick bag, and that's not okay. It's not. I agree with you. It's it's a lot of people do say it's not what you say, it's how you say it, but no, you can say you can call somebody a bitch twenty different ways in twenty different tones, you're still doing it. It's still offensive and it's wrong, and you shouldn't do that. So Shekinah and Holly said something really interesting. They both agree that if a man isn't controlling them in some way, they don't feel like they're, they fully love them. And I want to get your opinions on that statement. The devil, is that? A lie. the devil is a lie. I wish a man would try to control me. I would have, I would, oh, Lord have mercy. Please let a man try to control me. Please, please. I want to see one who can try to control me. What is a good definition of someone being caring and supportive or someone being controlling? Because I'm trying to understand, because in Shekinah's mind, Sarper is just this nice, caring guy. But in our minds, we see somebody even use the word on Twitter that he's grooming her. And yeah. I think Armando used it too. And it's like, when I thought about the definition of that word, I said, that's when you're abusing someone and they get so accustomed to the abuse that they actually look at it as though you love them. And I was like, that might actually be a really good way to describe what's going on because she really does believe this man loves her and he really cares about her when he's literally treating her like garbage. Yeah. And I, I don't know who to blame. I don't know if I should blame Sarper for being Sarper or I should blame Shakana for allowing Sarper to be Sarper. I don't know who to blame. Both of Shekinah. them. Because both first of all, if a man tells me that I have to look a certain way for him to love me, I have to weigh a certain weight, I have to eat certain foods, I have to dress a certain way, I have to see it a certain way, I have to lay a certain way, I have to breathe a certain way. Come on. Seriously? 
He yep. said it once again tonight that she has to look, look a certain certain way for him to even be attracted to her. Yes. Yep. So that he means said that, it. Is, that love is circumstantial, right? Or not so that love is um there is conditions. Because he There's did not say even that, that, that's not even love. That's you're right. Not what they were saying. Um he is grooming her into the woman he wants to be with, but and she's standing there, she is sitting there and she is taking it. But because she hears him saying it in a really nice way, she's taking it as he's doing it because he loves her. No, he's doing it. He really hates her. He really don't want seriously, all honesty. If a man gonna sit there and tell a woman what she can and cannot do, how she can and cannot act, who she can and cannot talk to, makes her give up her family just to be with him because he don't like her. I mean, he doesn't like her family. Then show me what part of that is love. None of it. And he doesn't like her sister because her sister calls him out on his bullshit. And so does exactly. So he's he's literally he's so freaking controlling that he's pulling her from her damn family. And so wait, you can see, when she's talking about it, she's actually really sad about that. So you think the fact that her relationship with her sister and the hell, her whole family, mother, siblings, everything fell apart because of Sarper? Do you think that? Yeah. Because yeah. They don't, so they don't agree with the relationship. So you think that she cut them out? Or do you think Sarper was like, if they don't agree with our relationship, you shouldn't talk to them anymore? Yes. Because that's where I was going. I was like, both, both things you just said. Both yep. things you just said. So, but in my opinion, her and her, when she introduced her sister on the show, she said that that was her best friend and they were really close. So the fact that she was like, that relationship is over. I want nothing to do with her. Like, that sounds it's like called something. called her a bitch. She said, what a bitch when she started yeah. talking. But only because she was talking negatively about Sarper, right? Like, whenever. They were having conversations and it wasn't about Sarper. It was fine. And I'm just wondering, is he isolating her? Because that's Absolutely. definitely something that, hi, that is definitely something that manipulative people do. The first thing that they have to do is isolate you from the people who can see their manipulation and they can warn you and try to save you. The first thing they do, they have to isolate you from those people. And I feel like her sister was the number one person who was trying to save Shekinah from this situation. And yep. I think because of that, Sarper had to eliminate that relationship, but not just that relationship. He had to eliminate the entire relationship with all of her family because all of them had that that bond with her where she might actually listen to what they yeah. had to say because when, this is her family. These are her sisters, her siblings, and they grew up Amish. Okay, these are really close people, right? They didn't yeah. have phones. You know, they didn't have all this other stuff. They, they built relationships. And I'm just scared for what her daughter is going to think because I think her sister brought it up. She was like, what is your daughter going to think about this? Because you said, she kind of said her goal was to prove to her daughter that she was a good mother, uh, could find a good mate, and show her what a good relationship looks like. And I feel like she's done the absolute opposite of what she set out to do. She's failing at that, for sure. Well, she's failing at a lot. Like, she's failing at a lot. Like, I'm pissed yeah. off because she has a whole daughter that she's neglecting. And I'm pissed off because the father is also neglecting. They're playing tag you're it with their parenting responsibilities. And she's cutting off her family. And I guarantee you, if the daughter had a problem with Sarper, do you think she kind of would cut off her own daughter? I kind of feel like she would. At this point, I kind of feel like yeah. she would. Yeah, so if like, she hasn't already. 
Mm. This whole thing, it's crazy to me. So, and no, so Sarper said that he took an STD test and he didn't have anything. I call bullshit. There's yeah. no way. I mean, I'm not a doctor. I'm not going to act like I am, but I'm pretty sure sleeping with 2,500 people, you're going to have some. I'm surprised that it didn't just fall off. You know, honestly, yeah. I just, I did just, just fall off from all of the, the germs and whatever you get from that. I just, either that or he's lying about the number. I just feel like if you've been with that many people, and a lot of these STDs, they're incurable. So he you would still have it. But he said, not that I know of. Well, yeah, he said not that I know of, but Shekinah said that she gave him a test. Yeah, so right. She also what said- kind of What kind of thing? Right? I can go to the dollar store and buy a pregnancy test right now, and it'll say I'm pregnant. And there is no possible way I would be pregnant. Well, true, true. I don't get what test she gave him. It was. She also said. She also said that she regularly gives new relationship prospects a STD test. Is that like where we are in the world right now? Because when I was dating and stuff, we didn't do that. Like, is that where we are in twenty twenty three, where you just have to like get it out of the way and make sure this person isn't going to give you an incurable disease? Like, is that are we at like in a world of everybody being a massive four? If you got, if you got to give your partner, whether it's a man or a woman, if you got to give your your partner an STD test, you don't need to be in that relationship. Period. I, I haven't dated in thirty years, so I couldn't tell you. Well, right. <laughs> like, I'm, not, I'm wondering if this is like new. This is like a normal I don't know. occurrence. If I was dating today. I'd be terrified to be with anybody. Yeah, no, I probably would. There, there is no way. There is no way. There is no way I could date this time and day. This day and age, no. I, I would just have to bring Barney. I, I mean, my my friend would just be Barney. I'm sorry. Yep. Just saying. Okay, no so way. We learned tonight that Julio broke up with Kirsten because she has a male friend that she was talking to, and we didn't hear the voice notes yet. There's this whole story, right? So she was talking to this guy. He videoed or recorded the conversation. She scraps his phone, deletes the interaction, but then after that, he and he videos her where they're talking or whatever. So how do you guys feel about this? Do you feel like Kirsten was cheating on him or do you feel like he's insecure? No, wait, first question, first question. Can men and women be friends? I know this is a, a million dollar question, right? Because um, every guy has a different answer to this. So he, he's insecure because it's a male friend and he doesn't want her to have male friends. But in my opinion, men can't tell women who to be friends with. You just right. can't. I don't care if you're married, engaged, dating, whatever you can't tell women who they can and can't talk to. So is it possible that she had a male friend and he was just really insecure and he it was all in his head? My best friend's a guy, so I don't see any problems with it. See, I don't see any um, problems with it. As long as they're both being respectful and don't overstep boundaries, I don't have a problem with it. Yeah. See, I don't, I don't know. I feel like his insecurity is getting the best of him. I don't know. I had a, a picture of Kirsten in my mind of the type of person she was. So what he's saying now is very contradictory to the type of person that I imagine that she was. So if she was doing something, like he claims he has receipts. We haven't seen him. Yeah. But if he, she was doing something, I would be surprised because she seemed really genuine. And when he was trying to dump her, on the video call and she was crying, I really felt like she was hurt. So if, if there's a different um, narrative to this story, I'm not gonna lie, I'm gonna be really surprised because 
it, it the way that it came out, he looked like a douchebag and she looked like the good person. And I guess that's why he's pissed off now because he wants right. people to know what really happened, I guess. But for the previous next week, it sounds like she has receipts that he was cheating. Well, that made more sense. They both were cheating, to be honest with you. You think they both were? Yeah. Interesting. I mean, I didn't think. First of all, the quiet ones, the ones that act like they're innocent, those are the ones that are actually doing the stuff. So you think that Julio is the guy out there like cheating on around or whatever? I mean, he's a mama's boy, though. I don't know. Julio, I Julio will bang anything that'll bang him. I mean, it's all, I mean, you can look at him and tell he will bang anything that will bang him. And Kirsten, she's acting too innocent. So she's acting like she's, you know, this mighty, um, this mighty person that does no wrong. Um, yeah, they both were cheating. Interesting. I don't know. I, I'm, I'm stuck on it because I want to believe that Kirsten's a good person, just based th- on what I've seen. I think, I don't know, I'm really torn. There's a piece of me that feels like she might have been cheating, but then I think next week we're going to see, I, I don't know, we'll see. But as of right now, I don't think she was cheating. I do think he was cheating. So we'll see next week. Hmm. All right, I, I'm interested mm-hmm. in that too. So I'm going to say both of cheating. I'm waiting for Didi. I told you so. I'm waiting for it. Yeah, you did. If, <laughs> if it's true, you did say it first. You told me first. So Jenny and Submit got a chance. More so Jenny got to confront um, Kimberly, which interestingly enough, they gave us in part one. I was surprised. And it was pretty heated. You know, Jenny let her have it. And a lot of people felt like Jenny was too hard on her. Like I was, I was gauging twi- Twitter tonight. And Twitter was like, oh, Jenny acting like she she didn't have a hard time over there in India too. And I'm like, she did, but Jenny most definitely didn't go and talk crazy to everybody that she interacted with. She did try to be nice to people, even when they weren't nice to her. She did try but to be respectful. Jenny didn't get disrespectful with the parents until the parents got disrespectful with her. Right, right. She she tried to interact with sense. I'll put yes. it like that. She, she was very... Um, respectful until you know they were just blatantly nasty and disrespectful to her and then she kind of met them she's like look this is the energy you're going to give me i'll give you that energy as well if you don't want to respect me i don't have to respect you you know but i feel like kimberly she walked into it like um, i don't want to deal with these people they're annoying and she had all these issues so i felt like the way that she interacted with them i felt like jenny was right she's entitled she's a spoiled brat she's ungrateful and I'm just going to add in there, she's an insufferable human being. Like, I yeah. can't imagine just being in her presence. That would just make me sick to my stomach. Like, I can't imagine. I question um, TJ's mindset forever thinking that he could have made this work with her. Like, I don't know. I don't know what was going on with him. Because unless there's a side of Kimberly that we haven't seen, I don't understand what he ever saw in her at all. Like, I've never seen a moment between them or of her at all where she wasn't being insufferable. But even TJ said tonight that he's never seen that side of her, never heard that voice. So <clears throat> I think that that was all a shock to everybody. I don't know. I always said crazy people don't turn crazy overnight. I don't know. No, There's I, always I, signs. I think crazy people can disguise it until they get what they want. 
I mean, yeah, you're right. There are people who come that's across... That's what you call groomings. That's what you call groomings. That's true. That's true. You're right. They can play off as normal for a while. There yeah. are, like, signs. I felt like some of the signs were there, like, when she first arrived and she was complaining. And, and I was like, there was little inclinations of, oh, there's screws that are unscrewed in there. Like, she, she can snap pretty quickly. I felt like it was in there. Like, we never saw a scene with Kimberly in it this season where we thought, what a nice girl, right? Like, we, we never saw a scene where we were just like, oh, look at her, what a nice girl. Not complaining, being grateful, being respectful, understanding culture. We've never said those words about her. From the moment that cameras came on to, to today, we've seen the same exact behavior. Disrespectful, yeah. rude, entitled, nasty, um, I, insufferable. I can just keep up. There's so many different words to describe her. Decent human being, none of those fall under that. Yes. Yeah, she's terrible. But the way well, she kind of that they have such a toxic relationship, I think Shekinah needs to sit down and shut her damn mouth. They have yeah. one of the toxic relationships out there. Shekinah don't need to tell, no, don't need to talk about nobody's relationship. It's always Nobody. the one, yeah, the, the one with the messed up situation. Because remember when we were watching the one tell-all, I think it was um, the single life, Big Ed had nothing but advice for everybody's relationship. And I was like, sir, your relationship is the most toxic here. You can't give anyone advice on how they should be doing things. Like you're the last qualified, last literally in line of all qualifications to tell somebody what they should be doing. You literally right. are the definition of what you shouldn't be doing. Like you could write a book on how to ruin a relationship. I would read that because you're good yeah. at it, but you can't tell people. And I think she kind of, she was just really judgmental. Like, oh, well, they shouldn't be doing this. You know, I'm like, you can't really say much because you got a daughter that you probably haven't seen lately. Like you can't yeah. say much, right? And that's not even talking about the man that you let weigh you and yeah. tell you what you can and can't eat. Like that's all separate. I was like, so you really got to keep your, your um, what is it my mom used to say? Oh, sweep around your own front door before you come and sweep around mine. Like your, your house is filthy. Don't come yeah. clean my house right now. Your house is filthy. You got to clean that up yourself. Yeah. Yep. I, I I didn't like the I didn't that wasn't enough drama for me. I mean I I thought that that they were gonna bring Christina out whenever she called her uh, the c word. I thought that's when they were gonna let Christina come running out and whoop her butt. Like I was like, okay, where's Christina? I was ready for this drama. That was no drama. That was not the, drama. The drama. We need more. It's because they spent the first twenty five minutes showing everybody getting out of the car and they didn't even show Danielle attaching her top ramen and all that stuff but they were <laughs> you know they were just showing bits and pieces of people coming I was like you're wasting so much you've already had 21 weeks of my life and here you mm -hmm. are showing people get out of their damn car give me some drama yeah, yeah. the drama was not there for me tonight it was not I, I need to see more next week. Like, I need to see it. Yeah. A I lot think, more. I think that we're going to get more drama. I mean, I know that they can't give us all first week. We won't watch the last two. But I thought that putting the Jenny and Submit clip in there of them confronting her was good to rope yeah. me in. Because I, I, I assume we weren't going to get that till the end. But you're right. Christina's scene is probably going to be at the end because... 
I'm assuming they have enough security to keep her off of Kimberly. I'm assuming they hired extra security knowing the situation. So I don't even think they're even gonna let her do anything. That can I don't even think they're gonna let us see the drama. They just trying to get us like hyped all up so we watch it and then we could just gonna be disappointed. Man, <laughs> if somebody would have called my mama the C word, it would have taken more than security to keep me off of them. You ain't never lied. Mm, that that was crazy. I mean, honestly, the the level of disrespect. Cause and she tried to say she was like, oh well, Jenny was um disrespectful first. I was like, her stating out loud characteristics that you fall into is not the same as calling her the c word. Yeah. Like I mean, there's name calling and then there's like facts. Like and I know the truth or facts can sound like name calling when you say it to someone out loud when they don't like to hear it. The truth can really hurt people. I've yeah. learned that I've said something just true not in a nasty way and people said it like i called their mom the b word they just don't like to hear the truth out loud and i think that that's kind of what came about they they you don't want to hear it when you know it's true i think that's really what pisses people off yeah yeah she's crazy so what did y'all think of danielle's look somebody said um in the comments that danielle looked older tonight how'd y'all feel I, I thought she looked she the same always, yeah she always looks horrible well, especially, thought, yeah, especially like Cara just said with that Raymond noodle on her. <laughs> yeah, she looked, she looked really frumpy when she got out of the truck. I ain't gonna lie. Like she looked, you know, I don't know if I'm going to be filmed walking into something of somewhere or whatever, I'm going to try to look like I didn't just roll out of bed. So I don't know. I didn't know what was up with that. I was like, that, that was interesting. She, her, her pants were like down and then her stomach was hanging over the pants. And I was just like, huh, you know, that's you on TV, right? Like yeah. you were, you were aware you were on TV, right? For me, I would never, I mean, I don't, I, I would never comment on somebody's looks just on an, just on like first appearance, but she is such an ugly human inside. <laughs> Everything yeah. that she says and the way she acts, it makes her an ugly person. So the more worn down I see her, the better I feel about myself. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't disagree with you. I mean, she, I do feel bad sometimes for coming at people too hard. I do. And then I do get um, DMs every now and then. You know who DMs me sometimes? Um, Julio. He's like, you're so nasty to me. And I'm like, look, <laughs> I'm just going to be honest. I call it like I see it. And if you did it, I'm going to say it yep. in a mean way. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> this comment. This comment. She's a gremlin. That's exactly what she reminds me. Exactly. Yes. That's true. You know what? Yes. I have a gremlin. I have to find it. I have a, I have one. I'm going to bring it on the next tell-all so she can join us. Yes. I'm going to bring it on the next podcast. I'm, I'm going to put her on my shoulder so she can join us on the show so she yep. can give her side. But yeah, I, I do I do agree. I feel like um, talking about someone's appearance, that's a cheap shot. And I yeah. try not. I try not to do that. I, I like to... Is such an ugly human. Just everything she's ever spewed, whether she's on TV or on Instagram or whatever, everything that comes out of her mouth makes her ugly. Yeah. So she's gonna try to come out with what happened with her and Johan and tell us how he's cheated. And there's gonna be emails, like there's gonna be um a relationship timeline you know she's gonna try to make it seem like he's the horrible person 
So how do you guys feel? Do you feel like Johan really was cheating on her the whole time? Like, do y'all really yes. believe that? You do? Yes. Really? He was like, George, we've been telling you this from day one. Yes. Absolutely. I thought that he was with her for the money. And yeah. I mean, maybe he found out early on that she didn't have the money that he needs. So he had to supplement his income in other places. So it's possible, like a month before they got married, oh, that's a long time. Like, I don't know, like I have a hard time managing my time like as it is. So me thinking of like multiple relationships, recording podcasts, doing all the things I do, it's stressful to me. So when people can manage to do, to live like double lives and triple lives and quadruple lives, it, it stresses me out just thinking about it because it's just so yeah. much work, right? And it's crazy that people can pull it off. And then remembering your lies. Because the one thing I learned as a teenager, you can't lie to people about stuff because you'll forget that you lied and then you'll you'll tell on yourself. So I have to be very honest because I'm, I'm um, what's the word? I'm kind of scatterbrained. So like if I tell somebody something, I'm not going to remember that I lied to you. So I have to just tell you what I told you because that's what I'm going to remember. Yeah. You don't have to have a good memory if you don't lie. You just have to tell what happened. And I think people that can manage to live like double and triple lives, there has to be some sort of talent to keep it all together, to, to not mix things up, to show up where you're supposed to show up, to make sure you're not around someone when you're taking a call. Or That's a lot of work. Okay, right. like, that's a lot of work because you can't be with girl one and then girl two calls you on FaceTime. And then like you have to be very, very organized. I didn't yeah. see Johan as like a super, super like sharp in the shed type guy. So good for him. Like I said, the quiet ones, those are the ones that's really doing stuff. But that, they, you know, that also said she was with Johan when Daniel was at her retreats. So yes, yeah. he's, he's not stupid. He's bringing, bringing these women in when she's not around. So who are whose team are you on right now? Like, are you team Johan? Even though he's cheating, Johan. Team Johan. Even though that he's cheating, absolutely. She does it. Give me one good reason, George. Not give me one good reason why she don't deserve it or why she didn't deserve it. Give me one good reason. See, I don't think anybody deserves to be cheated on. I don't. If you are lying scum piece of shit, like she is. <laughs> yep. I still think you shouldn't cheat on people. Like, I don't know, I'm old school. I think that even if the person is insufferable, you can't, no, wait, you can't tell us that if you had to come home to Danielle every day, <laughs> there is oh. no, no, no. First no. of all, there's no. no chance in hell. There's not <laughs> enough money in the world. There's no chance. Enough said. Enough no. said. I would just be. To, if you had to, you can't tell me you wouldn't have a wandering eye. I would. Yeah. I mean, and if I was married to, to Kimberly, I would. Because yeah. only because they're just so horrible to deal with all the time. Kind of reminds me of like um, Justin Igor and Nikki. Like he has a wondering eye because Nikki just he he can't deal with her, and it's like she, no matter what he does, never enough, and she's always like extra. And and it's not that I I think cheating is right, but I do feel like sometimes people's actions 
um, they get them cheated on. And I'm not a victim. I'm not a victim blamer. I'm not a victim blamer at all. It's still not okay. But the way that some people treat other people and make them feel, it does push that person away to the extent where they have to find the love that they need from somewhere else. I do believe that. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, she, from the very first time that she even come on the, the show, very first time, seasons ago, that we've had to deal with this person <laughs> yeah. forever in a day, she, gave, she pretty much handed him the moon and the stars. And it was all a lie. She yeah. scammed him. She was the scammer. Yeah. Not him. She green card scammed him. You're right. Because she needed to get out of the U.S. So she Johan gave her her karma. Yeah. Just saying. So, so I want to talk about this term that I heard tonight. It's called titty baby. And Kimberly has called TJ a titty baby because he apparently he will leave after their argument he would leave she calls it go downstairs so the parents live downstairs they live upstairs and he would leave for like two or three days at a time but we have to remember kimberly is kimberly so it is difficult to cohabitate with somebody who screamed we literally w watched her scream like a, a wild animal so i i definitely understand that but calling a man a titty baby like i think that's like mama's boy but like six or seven times worse right i'm pretty sure that's the terminology like it's it's emasculating but it's also like rude and nasty so how do we feel about her like emasculating him because that's basically what she wanted to do she wanted to emasculate him on tv it's a horrible i feel so bad okay and why is it so wrong to be close with your mom it's like not. why is that so wrong i was it's not wrong boy. at all it's not if wrong had, at all. If you had someone yelling at you and talking to you the way she does, I would rather go hang out with my mom. I'd rather hang out with my mom on most days. But man, talking to me like that, throwing temper tantrums, I'd be happy to go hang outside with a trash can before I hung out with her. Yeah, I get it. I get it. So Jenny told Kimberly to keep her ass out of India. And some tweets on Twitter, they were like, Jenny, you don't own India. You can't tell people who can and can't be there. So I tweeted, I was like, Kimberly, we as the United States citizens have also said, keep your ass out of the United States. We don't yeah. want you either. So now yeah. I don't really know where we need to send her, but we don't want her here. Apparently they don't want her in India. What do we do with her? Should we send her to the moon? Like, what do we do with her now? I don't know, but I think uh, I can't wait until Jenny's daughter. I, in fact, I hope Jenny bumps into her in india because i feel like jenny would whoop her ass well jenny told her she was like come to yakapur come see me i would yep. love to meet you jenny got a lot of um stress and and anger to let out so <laughs> i was happy to see her get to fire back because let's be real here jenny and submit were innocent bystanders yes. like she yeah. got really pissed off because jenny had spoken about what she saw on the show, which we all do. There's nothing wrong with what Jenny did. They were innocent bystanders and she wants to attack them and make them feel bad. And I'm like, you don't really get to, and what bothered me was she wanted to dog them and say these things about her. And then when Jenny was there to speak up, she's like, I don't care what you have to say. I don't want to hear you, your opinion. I was like, well, nobody wanted to hear what you had to say either, Kimberly, but she put it out there. So now she gets the opportunity 
to respond. That's how it works. Have you ever been to court? You get to say something, and then the person that you're talking about gets to say something. It's a back and forth. You don't just get to say something and then tell everybody else to shut up. You know, like yeah. that's not how it works. Well, we talk stuff. We talk stuff about her all the time. Why ain't she on the podcast running her mouth? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, we've sent. We did. It's open invitation. After tell all, please come on. The invitation is open, but it's not going to be. It's not going to be supportive or positive. Not I'm going to be honest. Well. It's not not uplifting. You know, if you're looking for um some very uplifting, um inspiring conversation, that won't be the podcast. You're not going to find it there. It's just, yeah. just no. going to be us telling her how much of a horrible living being she is for like an hour, for like an hour, yeah. different, different variations of that. That's it. Yeah. All right. So what did I want to say? I thought there was one more thing I wanted to talk about. Oh, Holly left um, South Africa and she's been in America for four months and Wayne feels like she abandoned him. So apparently they're still married. But she has no interest in going back to South Africa, and he doesn't really have any interest to in coming here. So, do you think they should just end it? Like, what are we, what are we doing here? Because it, it, they can't decide on where to live, and it's like long distance relationships aren't really going to work. And a relationship with Holly seems crazy anyway. Like, why would you want to do that? So, I'm trying to figure out what is going on between them because he still calls her his wife. But I don't know if you leave me for four months and just hop up and leave. I don't know if you would still be my wife. You know, I don't feel like right. I would call that a relationship. Yeah. I, I, he couldn't, he couldn't supply her with all them drugs that she was. <laughs> there it is, Didi. I was waiting. She did when she got out of the car <laughs> to walk in, she did look under the influence. Allegedly. That she was under in the my, influence. In my opinion. Oh, did you guys catch that that baby Midnight is the first baby? Because they said on the tell-all that Midnight is the first baby. You, I thought we were thinking she was the second baby. This is the first baby, and she looks very American to me. Like, she doesn't look like she belongs to Putin or Jello. So did you guys She'll catch that? She'll grow into it. I don't think that's the first baby. But they didn't say second or because they just announced midnight oh, they recently. Said the baby. The well, baby. yeah, they said the baby, but I assume that they meant the baby that was pre she was pregnant with because they filmed this like four or five months ago. But they can't just be like, "Look, we know you were whoring around with your freaking food group, and now you got a baby." They can't say that because that would ruin the show. No, I feel like that's the drama we want. Yes. I wanted them to show a little. Um, baby that looked just like her and nothing like her. That's exactly what I wanted. So somebody could have said something about it. That's what I it wanted is, to see. I'm so shocked at how freaking cute that baby is. Isn't she? She's gorgeous. And I- She's a beautiful little girl. She is yep. a beautiful little girl. I ain't talking, I'm not gonna talk bad about no babies, about no like, kids. How, how but you? I will say, I don't think that that she is um, Brandon's. I think she's um, either Puntain or Lemon Meringue Pies. But she didn't look like, I don't know. When I saw the picture, I didn't see like a full on nationality of non-white. I didn't. I don't know. The first thing I thought, because you know, the all I wanted to see was the picture. I just wanted to see it. I just, like, but a it's picture is worth a thousand 
they've had they have two different pictures but the they have the baby doesn't in either one of them i mean which i know say okay my kids my kids don't look like me my yeah. kids look straight mexican <laughs> i mean they don't have a white they don't have no kind of white features to them so by that being said you know what i'm saying yeah um the baby will grow into her features yeah so y'all still think not brandon's baby most babies are born very light colored well yeah yeah that's so. true oh I, I when i was my baby picture is not in here when i was born i was whiter than both of you See? and then i didn't darken until i was like over a year and a half right my mom is black but light and my dad is american creole so basically the whitish version of black that you can get um right. so i was completely white when i was born but then i got picked i got color later on so you think that this baby is going to turn into Putin's baby just in time it's going to take time to grow into the features Yep. Either pudding or lemon meringue pies. One of them. I don't and know. Then and then his mama fixing to spill some tea, look like. So. Yep. Well, we found out that Brandon is still calling her a B word and, and, and screaming at her when, you know, she wants help with the baby, which ironically, he wasn't in studio because he's like, well, I didn't want to leave her alone with the baby. And I was like, don't lie. You didn't want to leave yeah. the PlayStation 5 because you couldn't yeah. bring it with you on the plane. Like, don't lie. Like, you're not helping her with this baby. You didn't want to help with the dishes. You didn't want to help with the store. You're definitely not helping. Like, if you give me the option of helping change a, day, a baby's diaper or do the dishes, I would choose the dishes every time because there's no poop on the dishes, okay? Like, let's just right. be real. So, like, he's, I think, and I think what really bothered me in the preview was Brandon's mom was trying to justify because Sean was like, well, what could, what could Mary possibly do to make Brandon react to her and call her these names. And she actually was like, do you want to know? And I was like, first of all, nothing that any woman can do should have a man react that way. That's not a justifiable thing. You should never call a woman a, a B or whatever because she asked you to do something or help with the child that you created. Like, I feel like there should always be a level of respect for the mother of your child. And I, I don't know, I didn't like the way Brandon's mom was trying to justify the way that he was treating her. even. Even if it's not his, the mother of his kids, we don't know that yet, but that's still his wife. And I feel like there should be a level of respect there regardless. And there's no reason to talk to a woman that way. And if you don't love her, don't be with her. Don't, don't live in the house with her. Don't, don't have kids with her. Don't raise kids with her. Don't share a home. Well, I guess sharing a home, it is his house. I forgot about that. It yeah. is his house. So, I mean, he's not sharing a house with her. He's living in his house. But still, I, I, don't, I just didn't like the way she was trying to justify him treating her that way in any way because regardless of what he the reason why he shouldn't treat her that way and did you hear that he even calls her a scammer yeah 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 he said he calls her a scammer and i want to hear a definition behind that why does he call her a scammer there has to be a reason that he would use that term and you yeah. know we've been speculating all along because he spent a certain amount of money on that house and i think she pocketed a lot of that money yeah because that house does not look like a $60,000 house because we Googled and it said for like twenty five to 30000 you could build a very nice house in the yep. Philippines. So I definitely feel like 
him calling her a scammer has some meaning behind that. There's something that happened. And I'm yep. really interested in knowing because we've always had that, that speculation in our mind. Like, what is she really up to? Right? Like, what is her end game? Yeah. So in, in part two, we're going to get a little more insight on them. They didn't really deal with Brandon and Mary at all this week or Danielle and Johan. There was really no interaction with them. So there's some good drama coming in two and three. So yeah. I'm hoping that we get as much closure of this as possible because I'm not really hoping to see any of these people again, you yeah. know, after this. So give me all of the information I need to work with. You don't need to bring them back for another season. I don't feel like that's necessary. You know, I feel no. like we don't need any of that. So, but give me enough information to close this chapter but before we start. Because I think um, the single life is starting after this. And then after this season, season 10 of 90 Day Fiance. Oh, yeah, Kenny and Armando. Yeah, we didn't really get much of that. But they are in Mexico City, right? Yeah, they are in Mexico City. And they said they have big news. So I'm assuming that's the baby news. Assuming, yeah. I don't know. But I'm, I'm surprised they actually moved to Mexico City because Kenny wasn't having that. But but um, we're going to see what happens after. Oh, Happily Ever After, I think I was going to say, is going to start after this season of 90 Day Fiance Season 10. And I have some information on who's going to be on it, but I won't say anything yet. We'll talk about that later on. But that's going to be coming after Season 10. And I heard that there's like, six or seven more episodes in this season. There's a lot, so. Yeah, so then December 12th, the show Smothered is coming back. And there's also something with Darcy and Stacy having a new show. Oh yeah, Smothered and Thousand Pound Sisters are coming back on the 12th. Yep. And yeah, yep. so, oh, let me tell you what I heard. So the Darcy and Stacy thing that they posted, I heard that it's not a show they're hosting the reality TV awards. Uh, so what did you hear? I just saw what they posted. Stacy posted something about, let me see if I can find it. Cause I saw the post and I did get the, the idea that they had a new show. Cause it was called Stacy and Darcy instead of Darcy yeah. and Stacy. But then when I looked into it more, it said that they were going to be hosting the reality TV awards. I was like, so are they doing that and they have a new show? But then when I was looking for the new show, I couldn't find any information on the new show. Stacey but, posted somewhere, and I don't see it, but she posted somewhere um, that said uh, something about Darcy and Stacy. I, I can't remember verbatim how it was, but essentially it was something to the effect of just when you think Darcy and Stacy show is over, it's not dot, 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 or are they stepping into something new? Stay tuned. Huh. So, Interesting. So I have to ask around because yeah. I know for a fact that their TLC show is canceled. And yeah. I asked around and I know they were in Dubai this past summer for like three months. And mm -hmm. I've asked around and somebody told me that they were filming something in Dubai. But when I asked around and asked if it was for their new show, they said, absolutely. Or their old show, they said, no. They said TLC was not with them in Dubai. So there could possibly be a show that they filmed in Dubai, but I don't know what network or if it's just streaming only, if it's going to be on YouTube. I don't know yeah. what they're doing. Oh, and... I heard, do you guys remember that they posted for $3,000 you could hang with them in Las Vegas for December yeah. 1st yeah. and 3rd? 
someone told me that that never happened because they were in Miami um, on the first and second. They weren't even in Las Vegas because they were posting from Miami. What? Yeah, so uh, someone said that it got canceled. I This is all hearsay. I don't know that, but they did. They were posting from Miami on the first and the second of December, and it was supposed to be from December first through the third. It was a three thousand or yeah, three thousand dollar ticket, and it was your hotel meals. You get to hang with them. You just fly yourself in. And someone told me that it never happened because they were never in Las Vegas. So wow. now, yeah, there's a lot of things going around, and I'm trying to understand, you know, what changed, like what happened, because uh, I don't know how many they sold. I know three thousand dollars is a lot of money to ask. Like 90 Day Fiance fans, we are not like driving around in Lamborghinis, okay? Like that's a lot of money to ask, you know, for someone. And then you have to pay for your own plane ticket depending on where you are or if you drive or whatever your situation is. That's a big ticket. So I know that there was 10 tickets total that they were supposed to sell. So I don't know if they sold any because if it never happened, because if you sold some and not all and you had to return the money to the people, that would be a waste. So I don't know what happened, but I, I did see that they were not in Las Vegas. They were in Miami on the 1st and the 2nd of December, which is when Honestly, it was supposed to happen. I'm not trying to sound horribly mean, and that's how it's going to come across, but I bet they didn't sell a single ticket, and that's why it got canceled. Well, that was my first thought, because even if you sold four or five, you could still go through with it. It's, yeah. If you didn't sell any, there's no point of you going because yeah. no one's gonna be there. I just, wait, due to lack of attendance and now people are wanting to get refunds, they're having a hard time getting money back. Wait, 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 wait. Are you saying that people paid and they didn't do it and now they're having a hard time getting their money back? Ooh, I'd be pissed. It, where did you hear this? So people paid the $3,000. Yes, we need info, Portuguese. Yeah, let me know where you heard that. That's even more information than I got. I'm yeah. very surprised, though. Oh, that's what you read. Send me what you read. I want to see that so we can get a little more insight on that. Because I'm not going to lie to you guys. When I saw the post that they were doing the in-person meet and greet and how much it was, I thought the price was really high. I was yeah. thinking like a 250 to five or $600 is what you could really ask for. When you want to meet, do a meet and greet, you know, like I know like Britney Spears was charging 1500 or 2500 but she's Britney Spears. You know, yeah. like, that's that's a different, a whole different ballpark. And, you know, there are people yeah. who paid it. And yeah. I thought that the price was really high because I was like, that's more than Britney Spears was charging. Yeah. So I was like, I don't know. In my opinion, that was asking a lot. Like, we're just reality TV fans. Like, we don't have our own companies or we don't we're not singers or celebrities like we're just normal people so asking a normal person to pay three grand to come hang with you is it's a lot of money like that's like seeing three vegas residency shows like that's a lot to ask of someone yeah mm. yeah that's terrible okay so oh somebody asked about scott's instagram so we'll talk about that more tomorrow but scott deleted his instagram his facebook and his cameo and it has to do with um negativity bullying and comments and stuff like that so we're gonna touch more on that because we're kind of out of time tonight but when i talked to him last he said that he doesn't have any plans right now of getting back on social media um he said that it's a much needed break from he just said it was taking over his life um there was a lot of negativity and he said that he was focusing more on social media than real life and yeah. his new job and you know he has a completely new life he's in new york 
And he said that instead of enjoying the things around him, he was always uber focused on negativity on social media and proving himself and yeah. dealing with people that were just saying horrible things. So I support um, social media detoxing. I do it like once a week. Like if you guys will notice, I just won't post nothing. I just won't be on there. I need just one day to just like, just be in my world, my real world and just deal with my own stuff. So I, I support that a lot. And I know there's a lot of negativity out there. So we're going to talk about it more tomorrow on the family Chantel podcast. Cause I did talk to him. I called him cause I was worried. So I was like, you moved and now you're gone. So like what happened? So yeah, we're going to talk about that um, tomorrow. I haven't watched the family Chantel yet. So Lydia said that, what? Oh, that must've been on this episode. Cause I didn't watch that tonight. I watched it. Yeah. So that must've been on this episode. Well, that, that's a reason to delete your Instagram. Somebody saying that, right? <laughs> like, geez. But did you see that she posted a picture of herself and captioned it something about her for president 2024? Lydia? Yeah. You have to live here first. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> okay. So make sure you guys are following my co-hosts, Cara and Didi, and they're tagged in this video. Um, and make sure you're following me on all social media platforms at GeorgeMossy, GeorgeMossy.com. Anywhere you get your podcast, type in The George Mossy Show. We're going to be back here tomorrow night, though. And we're going to be talking about this episode, episode five of The Family Chantel. And there's only one episode left after that. And then we're going to be jumping into the um, single life, which I'm really excited about because I don't know if y'all know, but Debbie is on it. And I heard that Debbie is dating and there's shenanigans so i'm really really interested in that and we're gonna see some julian in there and gets to grill some of her dates so i'm kind of interested in that because you know debbie fell for osama so her judgment is a little cloudy little little cloudy so um we'll be back tomorrow thank you guys for joining us tonight um make sure you're streaming the new podcast the medium sessions it's episode one is up episode two will be up next week and the pop culture podcast will be back next week all right guys thanks for staying up with us and we'll talk to you all really soon